The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. We have lots of money issues to discuss with Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. Let's start with yet another Revolut story. This time a suggestion that it's going to offer car insurance 30% cheaper than the market. How's it going to be able to do that? Well, we didn't see this one coming, Matt, because it's, you know, it's been steadily eroding and building itself into a bank. Uh, It's got a super app, obviously, a payments app. Loans announced a credit card recently. It's got a... Buy now, pay later. Um, it's it's talking about doing mortgages. Now it's going into insurance, a different area altogether, and claiming, as you say, Matt, that they're going to undercut the market by 30%, which is absolutely enormous. If they pull this one off, my hat goes off to them, but I'd be sceptical. You know, uh, I couldn't get much detail from them. I haven't been able to, since they issued this last night, I haven't been able to today. Uh, I don't know who's underwriting it, but I understand that it may be the American insurance giant AIG, who sponsored the dubs are big in this country, obviously. But that they do car insurance already under they, their own brand. They do. And that raises the question, why would AIG underwrite uh, insurance policies for somebody that's going to resell them at 30% less than they're issuing them at? So, you know, I just wonder about this, really. Um, you know, possibly Revolut have something up their sleeves. They're going to cherry pick the market. They're going to go for safe drivers. They're talking about telematics. You know, you one of these smart devices you put into your car. If you're a careful driver... Um, you know, you're a low risk, obviously, and then you'll get a discount based on that. But they're saying that's in addition, a 25%, up to 25% in addition to the 30%. I, you know, I spoke to a lot of people today and they're just wondering, uh, can they do this? On the other hand, Matt, on the other hand, insurance companies in this country talk to anybody and they'll have negative things to say about them. They have got an awful lot of what they have sought in terms of reforms. The, um, the award levels are right down. The uh, claims, the number of claims are are down. If you go back to 2016, the number of claims are down 46%. They made profits in motor insurers in 2021 of 176 million euros. There is fat there that could be cut back, certainly. And they have not returned uh, to the driver, the motorist, the premium pay, the policyholder, uh, decent cuts. The last central bank data we have, there was a 2% reduction in premiums in 2021. 2% despite the fact that they've had numerous reforms that have benefited them hugely. Uh, you know, we've yet to see them and we get all sorts of complaining when they put out bumper results. They're all reporting bumper results of Viva, FBD, etc. lately. Uh, so there is fat there, but I'm 30% bit sceptical about that. That seems like a lot. But if they can do it, great. OK, let's move on to other things that have definitely been cut. You are want to take up the case of the McVitie's Digestive and the Penguin Multipack. Shrinkflation, Matt. Shrinkflation. This is where the the size reduces, but not the price. And it's have it's a stealth price increase. It is an epidemic. It's everywhere at the moment, particularly with those jars of sauces. You know your um, uh, your, your your horseradish sauce or whatever. Those they got tiny. Uh, McVitie's biscuits was an interesting one highlighted in the Irish Times recently, where they're taking four. Um, Four biscuits out of the pack. Three biscuits, actually. The the pack of McVitie's digestives. So the pack goes from being 400 grams to 360 grams. Yeah. Which means you lose three of your 27 biscuits. It's a big big dip, isn't it? You know, penguin multi-bar, multi-pack, you know, there's a reduction in there from eight to seven in that pack. 
you know, you look at any number, bird's eye, fish fingers. Oh, sorry, it's the same with the chocolate though, isn't it? Things like if you buy a Mars bar or a Twix or a Yorkie, Yorkie. or something or a Kit Kat Chunky, they're all considerably less in size than they used to be. No, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe yeah. when the fight against obesity. But the price isn't coming back. The price hasn't come back. You take Yorkie as an interesting one. When that was launched in this country now, it goes back to the 70s, Matt. That was about 70 grams for a Yorkie. It was a big chunk of chocolate. Uh, maybe it was too much. It's gone down to about 46 grams from 70 grams to 46. So that's, you know, it's a hell of a reduction. Jaffa cakes, they used to get 12 in a pack down to 10. Fish fingers, bird's eye, 12 down to 10. Now, you know, the companies say they're, they're subject to industry-wide inflationary pressures, so they have to, 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 to reduce uh, what they put into these packs. But some of the excuses, Matt, are laughable. You know, the, the owner of Cadbury's, their, their reason for reducing the size of Wispus, for example, is to help tackle obesity. My arse. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. PepsiCo, smaller bottles for their sports drink. Uh, you know, the Gate2 Raid, smaller bottles there. They say the reason is they're easier to grab and they're more on aerodynamic <laughs> bottles. Will you go away, lads? And then the other great one is, oh, we're contributing, we're cutting carbon, our carbon footprint, so we have to reduce the size or what we give you. Yeah, right. Yeah, go, 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 go jump off a cliff. That's nonsense. So look, it's just absolutely Actually, no, outrageous. Listen, listen here saying that if you, a bottle of Fanta or 7-Up, the two litre bottles have been reduced in size to 1.75 litres. People are on to me as well, Matt, about dog food, apparently. It's really bad with dog food. Um, they've, that's got an awful lot more That would explain the bag that I bought at the weekend for my dog. I thought, this looks a bit smaller than usual. That would explain it. Yeah, that one has shrunk. And when you be, you're probably actually paying more. I mean, grocery inflation is running at about 16%. But we've no fix on what, 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 you know, what this is. This, this means you're paying the same, but you're getting less. So it is an effective price increase, really, Matt. OK, there's a couple of tax things I want to talk to you about. First of all, uh, this survey about medical tax refunds. Yeah, there's an interesting survey from taxback.com finding that six out of ten, six out of ten taxpayers have never claimed medical expenses. And look, we're all entitled to it. If you haven't got a medical card and you're going to a GP or if you're, you know, uh, buying prescription drugs, you're entitled to get 20% of that back. But a lot of people are not claiming it. Various reasons never cross their minds for a lot of people. Some people just don't want to engage with the revenue commissioners. Others, one in ten, will say it's laziness. But there's money there and there's a huge number of people who are owed money by revenue. Huge numbers. Like, if you take 2021, the figures for that year, something like 300 million euros was due to 450,000 people. Nearly half a million people were due and over, uh, some kind of a tax refund the average refund, about €670. Euros. So, look at there's money there, it's yours, don't ignore it. You can go back four years, you're supposed to keep your receipts. Um, if you haven't got the receipts, go to the GP, they may be able to print them off you, or the, or the pharmacist, and go and claim it. It's money that's, that you're due, and you can get it. Now, here's another one. A lot of people pay their local property tax once a year in a lump sum by direct debit, and they pay it in March. And I know this, because that's the way I do it. And yet I got a letter from the Revenue last week, a, th- a very threatening letter, it has to be said, saying that I hadn't paid my local property tax. Well, it wasn't due to be paid till this week anyway, because that's mm. when the direct debit, which has been in place for years, is set up for. And uh, that if I didn't pay up within 14 days, they were going to take the money from my employer on a monthly basis and charge interest and penalties. And I looked at this and I was going, what the hell is this about? And apparently there may be something like 100,000 people who've had similar letters. Revenue have sent out 100,000 letters to people saying that they're not in compliance with the property tax. 
you know, you were supposed to revalue your, your property and, set, you know, confirm your payment method there at the end of last year. But revenue are saying a lot of people didn't do this. They're not backing down on this. People are saying, as you say, Matt, they have been paying it. They're still paying it. They have revalued their home. So they're the in compliance. was last year. It was last year. They're in compliance and yet they're getting letters, very threatening letters, as you say. And the sister is starting to text in saying that the same has happened to them. Loads of people. And the letter says, I serve notice, very officially, that if you do not pay the outstanding amount within 14 days from the date of this letter, I will issue an instruction to your named employer to deduct the amount in equal instalments. They're getting on to people's employers. They're working out who your so employer is. So they're making out to your you as if you're not tax compliant. You're a tax cheat, Despite saying. the fact that, and for all the people that I've spoken to about this, and who are now texting in as well, is that people have the direct debit in place. The money wasn't due to go out until later in March, and they still get this threatening, and it is a threatening letter. And, you know, most people will turn around and say, well, to hell with that. But there are people who I suspect will be intimidated by it. Of course you will. And who wants to get a letter like that? Threatening letter and, and ratting to your boss, if I put it like that. Outrageous. And, and John McGuinness, the chair of the Oireachtas Finance Committee, has said, there's a problem here and revenue need to acknowledge it. But are revenue acknowledging it? No. I asked them for a statement. And they're saying, no, they've written to 100,000 people who have property owners who have not made, pay, uh, have not cleared up a, set up a payment method and asked them to, to pay within 14 days. Uh, sorry, here's another one as well. A listener says, I had an LPT letter like that last year. It took seven of the 14 days to arrive. So by the time you get it, you already may have eaten well into the 14 days of that threat. Exactly. And I, I think it's absolutely outrageous. There does seem to be a problem here. And yet they were going around in a softly, softly fashion for months when people were putting in very low valuations for their properties. Now they're saying people who are compliant, who have revalued their homes, who are paying, are not, they're telling these people, you're not paying, we don't have the money, where is it? We're going to, we're going to take it out from your salary, we're going to withhold it from, a, a, withhold a tax clearance cert from you, or else we're going to impose a surcharge on your income tax, uh, uh, you know, and we're going to... Um, imp- Seek well, refunds and arrears. The money is there in my account, all set aside to pay the whole thing on the due date this week. Anyway, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent. The last word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.